Welcome back. Joining me for a look at the equity scene is Dale Hutchison from APSA Asset Management. Thank you so much for your time, Dale. With everything that's happening right now, have you expected this kind of a rally in the markets? I mean, I suppose you know, you've seen, as you pointed out, I think in your opening comments earlier, you know, relatively solid results out of some of the US companies. I think there were some fears that you know, the, the macro backdrop might be a bit negative. And some of them seem to be producing relatively strong results, and I mean that's helping the market. I think there's also just a lack of some bigger macro news, perhaps besides the UK, which arguably has been positive for market market. So um, yeah, I think those are the, some of the drivers. But I think it's you know if you look at the US market as we're trading now, you know it's off its highs, but like our own market, which which had a strong rally, you know, up until about two o'clock, and then ended up giving quite a bit of that back. Yeah. All right. So you mentioned the UK as well. I mean, I think above all else, we know that the markets want certainty. So is the latest major turnaround in the UK fiscal policy right now um, kind of a, a signal of certainty for the markets? Well, I think it is a bit of certainty and, and I think a bit of re relief. Obviously, I think it's, you know, again, adopting more traditional um, fiscal stance given the macro backdrop. You know, not necessarily aggressively growing debt levels in the UK, etc. And I think all of that probably is seen as, as a bit more positive. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's go into some company news that did come out of the JC today, Dell. Um, and we start off with Pick and Pay. They had their interim results out with headline earnings up 59.5%, saying that their boxes stores, which are now being uh, reported separately from the pick-and-pay uh, brand, um, so saying that uh, that boxes stores had the biggest growth in a turnover. The company's new strategy also starting to filter through to the numbers. But we did have that share price down over 9% today. I mean, what's the bother here? I think it's, you know, in terms of, A, giving some guidance as to sales post this period, which seems to slow down. I think, secondly, um, you know, em management emphasized a lot about investment, that this is an investment year. I think they've brought some capex forward. So, you know, you're sitting in a situation where I think if we look into the balance of the year for them, you know, they're probably not going to show fantastic results other than perhaps for what we've seen happen in the boxes stores, for example, we're seeing relatively solid performances out of the um, clothing side. But the rest of pick and pay, you know, a lot of emphasis placed on the sort of new rollouts and, and, and rebranding, etc. But yeah, I think it's going to take time for that to potentially show in the bottom line. And because of that, I think the market was certainly a bit more nervous. So that's quite interesting because, I mean, as much as earnings may not be this good uh, for a while, I would imagine that the investment moves would be good for the company in the long run, don't you think? I do think they're good for the company in the long run. I think it has to respond to, I think, a very strong competitor in shop, right? So I think they have to go down the path. Yeah. But again, as soon as you start thinking about things that are more medium term in terms of you know, having an impact, that's uncertainty, and the market uh, you know, tends to pay up for, for near-term rather than necessarily long-term sometimes. Uh, all right, I hear you on that. Let's go on to combined motor holdings. Uh, so they also released their interim results today. 
New vehicle sales and prices were the main booster for an 11.7% increase in revenue. Uh, that, car, that, that car hire segment also continuing with its solid run. 51% rise in earnings. They've also declared a dividend that's 53% higher than the previous comparative period. It seems that there is pressure in the used car outlets um, and the outlook looks tough. Um, what's your sentiment on CMH? Yeah, I think, you know, they, along with the, the whole sector, I think they've been the beneficiaries of supply constraints. And what that's meant is they've been able to substantially improve margins, you know, because they you know, haven't needed to discount the sales of, of, of new vehicles. And, you know, obviously there's been strong demand in the new side and we've seen shortages of vehicles, um, you know, just fundamentally helping the margin side of these businesses. I think the problem that you've probably got in regard to that is that, you know, the second six months probably see some pressure in that space, albeit off what looks like a very strong base. And unfortunately, when you enter interest rate rising cycle, that does tend to put pressure on vehicle sales. Mm. All right, uh, let's get into Cash Build, um, a counter that did disappoint today. Uh, so coming out with an operational update for the first quarter of its FY23 year. So still really the same trend of decreasing revenues. In fact, the only positive contributor uh, to those revenues is the new stores that were opened in July last year. Share price down almost 2.5 at some point. What's hurting Cash Build here? I think it's the consumer wallet and where, where that wallet's having to be spent. I think, A, you obviously came off a particularly strong bounce in COVID. Um, and since then, you know, people have been, you know, I think, reallocating their wallets to, to other spend, in particular food and, and um, perhaps apparel. And I think that's why the likes of the cash flow is taking some strain. Also, I think it's, it's a fairly competitive environment for them at this point in time. Um, the inflation they experienced, I think, was was more moderate at 4.8%. Mm. Yeah, and again, when your costs are, are also, you know, rising aggressively, it, it does put pressure on the bottom line. So I think it's just a tough space for them at this particular juncture. Yeah, and experienced uh, more pressure during the day as we see it now down over 6%. Just lastly, before we go to your stock pick, Adele, I mean, we're just talking now about combined motor holdings and how uh, there's pressure in the, the second-hand um, car unit. And I'm wondering, because now you look at transactional capital that has, uh, where you see we buy cars having uh, been a star performer there. I'm wondering what that could do for uh, we buy cars and just transaction capital in general. It's just, uh, yeah, I'm just interested in, in, in how that could filter through today. Well, I think the, the issue for, for second-hand vehicles in the cycle tends to be as soon as we've got this environment in which, you know, second-hand market for some time now has really benefited because of the shortage of new vehicles. So people, have, if they've needed a vehicle, you know, the, it's been attractive to go looking in the second-hand market because, well, you couldn't get a new vehicle and and certainly, you know, the, the pricing dynamics weren't as favorable. And that yeah. supported second-hand. But the prospects going forward probably means there is some pressure that's going to build in the second-hand market as we obviously see pressure um, you know, of supply filtering through to the new market and potentially, you know, them looking to maybe discount a bit more, etc. And people, you know, weighing up the equation as to new versus used and maybe new looks a little bit more attractive because mm. pricing in the used market has been relatively robust. Ah, all right. Well, let's go to your stock pick for today, Dale. 
Well, I have picked a stock that you know, is unfortunately uh, a little exposed to this consumer, which you know, we certainly have some question marks about. But that I'm picking, Marriott, I'm picking um, Mr. Price today. Um, I think it just has come under pressure at around the 13.40. It looks very cheap compared to its history. Um, and yeah, I think it's a really solid business. You know, the last set of numbers we saw, again, supported continued um, performance here. It's engaged in some M&A, which should, uh, I think, also add to some, some growth for the business. And I just think it's, it's a little oversold at these levels. All right. Well, thank you very much for your time and for giving us that detail, Dale. That was Dale Hutchison from APSA Asset Management.